Hi, this is Charlie Gross. Welcome to my 26th podcast on creativity, learning, and leadership. Today's cast deals with our use of language and the assumptions that we make. I'm taking these concepts from a very powerful book titled, How the Way We Talk Can Change the Way We Work, and subtitled, Seven Languages for Transformation. This is by Robert Keegan and Lisa Laskow-Lehi, published in 2001. This book presents a new technology of using language to create and sustain change. A premise of the book is that changes in groups are accomplished by individual behavior change, and individuals don't change their behavior without changes in their interpretations and underlying meanings. So this book presents seven languages that help us examine and change our underlying meanings. I will try to focus on and make clear the first four languages which serve to build a, an engine for individual change. The first language is called From Complaint to Commitment. This is the language and strategy to turn whining, complaining, and negative talk into positive energy. Often we see the problems in our work, but this language asks us to see the passions behind the complaining. The example the authors use for this includes complaining about a workplace where we are, where we talk to each other. Um, everyone talks about others and badmouths everyone without being going directly uh, to the person. Uh, using the language of commitment, you could say. I am committed to more open and direct communication at work, or I am committed to honesty, integrity, and straight talk. This commitment is written down in the first of four columns. It represents an unrealized goal or a desire. Now for the second language, which will fill the the second column of our engine, this is the language of personal responsibility. The basic question to ask is this, based on my commitment that I just wrote down in the first column, what am I doing or not doing that is keeping me from realizing my commitment? This can be very powerful language to find your personal role in not achieving your goal or your commitment. It could be a small part or a large part, but somewhere there will be actions or behaviors that you could or should do, or actions or behaviors that you should refrain from that are blocking your commitment attainment. Now that you have the columns completed with your commitment and what you are doing or not doing that inhibits it, we dive into the third language called competing commitments. By looking at what you are doing or not doing regarding fulfilling your commitment, what does this suggest to you about a competing commitment. Let me give you an example. If you are committed to running a very efficient office, but in your second column say that what you don't do is correct employees when they make a mistake, your competing commitment may be avoiding conflict or simply being liked. This language helps you examine your baser traits or your more fundamental character. The authors say that, that 
the three columns cause our own immune system to come into view. It shows how we live with commitments, our column one, that are in tension with competing commitments, which is column three, which are both true. So now that we see how we live uh, with our own tensions that keep us in equilibrium, let's examine the fourth language. This is the language of the big assumption. This is the language we'll use to disrupt the equilibrium and help us change. The authors Keegan and Leahy have done uh, voluminous research in education and change and have come to the con conviction that most people are carrying on about a, as bravely and effectively as they can within the world of their assumptive designs. So here's where the fun starts in discerning our big assumptions. To do this, we'll examine our third column, the one where you have listed your competing commitment. Let's say your competing commitment is to avoid conflict at all costs. To determine your big assumption, you ask a question that negates your column three answer. You, you answer the question, I assume that if I did not avoid conflict at all costs, then, and you complete this, you fill in the blank. And then afterwards, you, you ask, how would I feel then? The power of this model lies in playing with your big assumptions, observing ourselves in relation to the big assumption, actively looking for experiences that cast doubts on our big assumptions, exploring the history of our big assumptions, and finally, designing safe tests of our big assumptions. This work is all about objectively observing, testing, and refining our assumptions. If we can be more precise in our assumptions and give them appropriate qualifiers, we are in a better position to change and grow. Well, I hope that this short narrative encourages you to buy the book and dig deeper into the power of the seven languages for transformation. May God richly bless you. Bye for now.